0: This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. Praise the
1: Lord. Hello. Good day, mate. Praise the Lord. Praise. Good day, mate. How are you doing? Are you hungry? Are you hungry, dude? I'm hungry. We'll chuck another prawn. We'll chuck another prawn on the barbie for you. (laughs) 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 I was. uh, We're all right down here, down under. You know, supporting the world down here. in good old Australia.
0: Absolutely. I was on YouTube yesterday and there was a guy who was doing a Mad Max documentary. He was driving through Australia trying to find all the uh, locations for the filming of that movie. One of the great movies with wow. uh, Mel Gibson back in the Mad day. A little Max. bit violent. But, uh, great movie. Um, great cars and scenery in that movie. But all from Australia. Well, Big country. Big country, you brother.
1: One you know, it's days, very interesting. The, the uh, Aboriginal people of Australia... I was looking into it, and uh, they they worshipped the, a uh, a serpent. Um, really? Called called yeah. Uh, called the Great Rainbow Serpent. Wow! <laughs> wow, man! You, you know, so
0: <laughs> there tends to be a thread running through these different ethnic groups all over the world. Many of them worshipped a snake, don't
1: they? Yeah. And uh, they had a legend of um, the flood and, and and a family in a boat that survived. Wow. <laughs> wow, man. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: But how did they get off worshiping the snake? That's sad. A rainbow snake?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and they called it the Great Rainbow Serpent. Wow. And, um, it's interesting, I found a map, I, I've got to find it again, but I, I, th- I found this map and it had all the tribes of the Aboriginals uh, on the map and the area where they lived, and the ones that worshipped the uh, the Great Rainbow Serpent were the centre of Australia and the big area there, and and that whole area is the desert in Australia, the... The land, it's not very good. Mm. And the smaller ones were around the outside of Australia where it's fertile.
0: Bro, that's amazing. uh, And these are like in America. They're the First Nations people. They were the original inhabitants of Australia, weren't they?
1: Yeah. Like the American Indian. God, Like the American Indian, you know. and, And God promised if you worship the devil, virtually, you worship the devil there'll be invaders, and you'll lose your land. And that's what happened. Brother, so,
0: amazing. we would do well to learn that lesson in America. That's a very good point. If we worship other gods, eventually mm. it's not going to go well. You'll be invaded.
1: You'll get invaded. Yep. That's the promise somewhere in there. Isn't that? You'll, you'll get invaded, and um, someone else will live in the house you built, some someone else will have your wife, and you'll lose everything. Whoa! Because that's the, the truth. Man. yeah, man,
0: <laughs> folks, that's the truth. So, you don't want anybody with your wife. Uh, you don't want anybody in your house. <laughs> 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 the heck with that! Uh, we we'll serve the Lord.
1: No, brother Peter, and, and there'll be invaders, man. You know, yeah. You're anyway.
0: speaking the truth. Hey, that's amazing research yeah. you've done. Just before you take the mic and run tonight, I want to ask you. Yeah. Um, Part of that research that you uncovered about the Aboriginal tribes—have um, you ever had an opportunity to spend any time with the people there, do a walkabout?
1: Um, I, I haven't gone out into their areas, uh, but I do have Aboriginal friends. I, I have um, uh, some of the some of the uh, Aboriginal friends that are uh, in the ministry wow. and uh, other Aboriginal. And other Aboriginal friends are coming here and uh, I've got one guy he's uh, over six foot tall he <laughs> he's uh part Dutch part Aboriginal but you wouldn't know he was Aboriginal he's blonde as but uh, that's amazing he's a he's a good brother yeah he's a good brother you and there's uh a lot of faith in the Aboriginal community Christian faith in the Aboriginal community here yeah
0: Praise God for the Aborigine people. You know, they have been persecuted, and I've read, heard some stories uh, or seen some movies about oh, I, how they were killed. Uh, Quigley Down Under, I think, also talked about that with Tom Selleck. That was a good movie, but sad what's happened to the original peoples. Happened in New Zealand. Happened in New America. Yeah. All over. Um, let me ask you a question. Um, yeah, is it possible? Yeah, go ahead. To uh, get some deliverance workshops going among the Aboriginal people, do some uh, deliverance work out there.
1: Yeah, they they um, uh, they respond. Um, I I had a uh, I got a story of uh, delivering one at the um, <laughs> at the uh, bowling club at Yamba in Australia when I was bringing the boat up. Tell me about it. What happened? And, well, the the uh I had to pay a skipper because I had a drama you know the only guy went berserk he was a fugitive that was going to help me bring the boat back and uh, God showed me in a dream and I got rescued from him. I could have got murdered there and um I had to then employ a a skipper to uh help me bring the boat back because the the place where we're bringing it all back is very treacherous sea area very Uh, famous uh, bad area so uh, we were waiting for the weather in a little port called Yamba and um, he wanted to see the football so uh, that was on that night so okay and we went down to the bowling club which um, was playing live on the big screen the football well I was standing there and uh, there was this aboriginal guy and he looked a bit worried you know a bit tormented and he was walking around the place and he comes up to me and turns his head sideways sort of looking at me and um dangerous <laughs> thing to say but, but I said what are you looking at <laughs> and uh <laughs> cause I was speaking to the spirit you know and um with that, he gave a roar and put both fists beside himself and went stepping backwards and yells out, Leave us alone! He's mine! Like this, the Whoa. top of his voice. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> right right in the bar. Right in the bar. And uh, So I said, How did you get in there? And the thing goes dark rituals so there's the there's the aboriginal corroboree they do a corroboree which is um really worse a lot of it is i'm not, I'm not an expert but it is worse being ancestral spirits and nature and all spirits and all these things so i go to the guy i go to the guy you come up you demon you go down and the guy takes a few steps backwards and says what was that get that out of me <laughs> so <laughs> wow! I cast it out right in the bar there uh, right, right in front of all the bouncers
0: <laughs> Peter what was, uh, what was going on in the periphery there were people watching what was their expressions at this time
1: some were watching some were busy watching the football they didn't even notice <laughs> <laughs> and um, what I did was um, what I did was I uh, did what when Worley used to do he used to give people hugs you know and uh, feel the love and uh, these spirits came out of him burping out like a baby over my shoulder <laughs> wow
0: <laughs> you wow. gave him a love hug
1: i gave them a love hug and uh, cuz you know they are rejected and uh you know we don't blame them for feeling the way no. they feel you know my my daughter is uh just rang me the other day there was a bit of a rally for the black lives matter or something and she just said that she wants to go and work with them with the kids you know with the children so um on a holiday she wants to go and do work with the children, and um, a lot of them are. A lot of them are having problems, and I believe it um, stems out of unforgiveness because they're um, brought up blaming what's happened, and what's happened is very real and shocking. And um, but uh, don't blame them for feeling hurt, but but they're living in unforgiveness, which brings torment there, Shannon.
0: Well, you know, and uh, many have no father. Many of them are raised by a mom or a grandmother. Many children across America and across the world, you know, many are brought in as a bastard. They've got that curse need to be broken, and you know they're already at a disadvantage coming into the world. They don't have what God created to be, you know, a family unit. And so the devil just seizes on that and pulls many into the gang lifestyle. And, you know, we know the rest of the story. Jail. Yeah. um, Life of crime. Yeah, man.
1: The the devil says, says, where's daddy? Daddy doesn't want him. He's not here. If he was one of them, he'd be there. I'll take him. Devil says, I'll take him. And, And this is why. The extra care is mentioned for the widow and the orphan, because the the spiritual powerhouse of the family is gone. Whoa, I didn't think family about done. that.
0: The spiritual powerhouse yeah. of the family is gone. So, um, the woman does not have the priest of their household there anymore. He's gone, dead. The child doesn't have the father,
1: the no. protector. The, the demons powerhouse. get access.
0: Because normally the demons got to go through the father first, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that's being given the authority as protector over the family. You know, it's Christ, the father, the mother, the kids. Yeah. So with, with, um, with the dad out of the loop, we, we have a, um, you know, it's like a defenseless... Household very very virtually defenseless. So God so that's why yeah. You know,
0: loves going, people sorry. to stand in the gap for the widows and the orphans because they don't have anybody standing in the gap. No. Protect you know, their form. We're live with Peter Whiffin if you're just joining us. Mm-hmm. Peter, um that's amazing. So do you think where it says and love covers a multitude of sins, can that apply even to where you gave that guy yes. a bear
1: hug? Yeah, it, it's, 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 the, it's the power of love is the outworking and is God himself. Bible says God is love, right? Yes. So Apostle Paul said, I, I found a better way. <laughs> it's like he tripped over it um, with all his education all his knowledge of scripture all his experience and his revelations he goes oh I found a better way (laughs) and um, this refers to the land of milk and honey the milk flowing which is if you look at a mum feeding a baby breastfeeding a baby that's an act of love isn't it really yes so the um the milk, natural mother's milk has antibiotics in it and nourishment and the baby will be crying and then being fed it'll stop crying. So Boy, this is a big true. important thing uh in deliverance and healing is is to um get one's heart in an attitude of care and consideration, in love, you know. Uh, in other words, let the milk flow. See, I gave this guy a hug because I felt sorry for him. <laughs> Not because I was using it to deliver him. And, and and to my surprise, the spirits came out.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, they, we they... went... Go ahead.
1: No, you go. You go. It's all right.
0: You know, we went back up to Singaraja last weekend to feed people and uh, I mentioned we were going to go back and visit this lady who lives in a little stone hut made out of um, basically cinder blocks some wood lives up there in the uh, on the mountain and uh, she lost her child to a man who used her and then took her baby and she lost her mind but she lost her child and we prayed uh-huh. for her but didn't see a lot happen. And um, we only had a short amount of time to pray. We decided to go back this time. And I said, uh, let's go visit her. Dr. Erica Shepard said, uh, I told her we wanted to take her a gift. She said, take her some chocolate. And I said, chocolate? She said, yeah. She said, Lester Summerall used to give people peppermints. I said, really? Try chocolate. It works. <laughs> You know, <laughs> kindness. No, nobody's gonna turn away chocolate, right? Nice. So I grabbed some of this Toberlone, white chocolate and uh a milk chocolate bar. And um I realized it was gonna be kinda hard to do much because we were with a caravan, including a police officer who was escorting us, watching everything we were doing. <laughs> and a village chief, Hindu <laughs> man. Of course he was really nice and um no problem praying for people. Make a long story short. We get up there, and this lady is in a, uh, a dress with no shirt. She's butt naked from the waist up. Oh, God. And um, her teeth are rotted out, addicted to cigarettes. And she lives up there, and she's lost her mind. Demon says its names are depression and trauma. Well, I want to go up there and pray some more for her. It was kind of difficult, but I told Narita, I said, you know what, let's show her that we are her friends. We really care about her. And uh, we gave her some chocolate. In love. Yes. And just to show her, we're not her enemies. We're there. We want to be your friend. I said, we're there to check on you. We're in the area. We want to see how you are doing. Gave her some chocolate. She refused it at first, but then I set it on a bench seat, and she didn't throw it away. And, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to demonstrate love. Now, I couldn't very well get up there and hug her neck. She's, you know, bare-breasted. Later, she put on a little uh, top because she felt, she did feel a little bit ashamed. So she went inside and put that on. But at first, she was walking around there naked. And uh, we gave her some chocolate uh, and said a brief prayer. Wow. Bound the demons up, command them to loose her in Jesus' name, and all eyes were on us. And we also were on a tight schedule, so that's all we could do this time. And was like, uh, my wife, you know, are we going to do more? And I said, well, we've, we're doing a lot right now. We're showing her some love. We're gaining her confidence. And watch what happens. I believe the girl's going to be delivered. We're going to go back next time and pray. Yes. And I believe the Lord's going to set this pe- person free. The point I just want to make to is to attest. Well, you know, what you did is, you know, was a real demonstration of love. You hugged a man. Um, that's really breaking down the walls with love, and uh, that's a weapon, folks. It is a weapon you can use in deliverance. We're live with Peter Whiffin. Peter, one more story, and then I want to give you the mic. Go anywhere you want. Can you tell us that yeah, story good. again? Some have never heard it. It's been a long time since I have. About the time you went into another place, and there was a man with a tattoo, got deliverance. You remember
1: the story? Yeah, yeah. That was like going into, uh, I suppose in America, you call it um, Home Depot? Yeah. Yeah. It was equivalent type, uh, you know, hardware utility store place we have in Australia here. And um, we were going in there to get some stuff. And uh, there was uh, a queue of people. And um, we were... I'm sort of like twiddling my thumbs waiting in the queue and uh, I noticed in front of me a guy had a a singlet on um, and he had some big tattoo underneath the singlet and I could see the edges of the tattoo sticking out and so (laughs) I found myself tapping him on the shoulder and said you know Wedge how much you pay for that tattoo like it's a big one (laughs) and uh, he looked over at his his girlfriend and uh, she had tattoos everywhere. I didn't even notice hers. And uh, he said she did it. It didn't cost me anything. And uh, I go to him, well, you you got something. Did you know that you get something else when you get a tattoo? And he looked at me and then uh, they held their stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them at the same time went bang. Both hands on the stomach looking at me like silly and um I said, That's a demon. You know, I'm a Christian guy and and uh, we deal in demons and um they you get a demon when you get a to do because it's an a an agreement to yep. have one. And um so they're holding their stomachs and then they're talking a little bit, and then he goes to me, Will you shut up? <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> Well, you shut up. And they left and went in the other queue. And uh, uh, I saw them in the car park when I was driving out. It, they were still holding their stomachs. Because I, I said to him, you know, you can feel that thing going around, around your stomach, can't you? And they, they didn't argue. Yeah, man. So, uh, you <laughs> said
0: the truth, folks. It's an agreement. That's like an a agreement. signing of an agreement. You, They put the demon seal on you. You don't want yes. to come into agreement with demons. You don't want to put their mark on you. Let alone a dragon that some people have, which is a mark of Satan himself. You don't want it. I'm here to tell you.
1: Did, did I tell you the story of the dragon?
0: Oh, uh, you need to tell the story of the dragon again. That's been a while. The dragon that story?
1: One. Oh, yeah. I want oh, to hear it's that story one. time. Oh, man. You know, I, I, I uh, was in the Australian Women's Weekly... Uh, they they sent the reporter here from this magazine. It has about two million circulation or something, or readers, and uh, they wanted to do a story on exorcists, and um, no one wanted to do it. I, I couldn't even find anybody who'd let me do it at their place. So <laughs> I said I'll do it, and they they're going to me like, oh, you know, what if they do a bad report? You know, it's going to be bad. But by faith, I, I said I'll do the interview, and uh, I had someone with me that was uh, manifesting really easy, so it was a perfect chance. I talked them into coming, and um, the lady that was a the reporter they, – they went and took professional photos and everything, but the, the lady that was a reporter was talking about exorcism, and I said, well, we can talk about it, do you, but do you want to see it? She said, what? I said, yeah. So um, the person with me at that point just manifested. Leave us alone. And her eyes rolled in her head and tongue come out. And (laughs) (laughs) And the uh, reporter fell off the chair. So um, she ended up – the whole article was nearly all about me, five pages. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So if anybody wants to see that, you can Google it. It's called Satan in the Suburbs, Australian Woman's Weekly. It's online. Satan in the Suburbs. But um, out of that, they they did talk to a New Age guy, and this is leading up to the dragon, uh, who – who uh his name's Alex and and he sort of like befriended me a bit even though he's uh he, he's actually a Jewish new age guy <laughs> and uh he gets like five hundred dollars to cleanse houses and all of this stuff and so there these people rang him up and, and they had a dragon um, one of those uh garden orna- ornaments but yeah but this one this one was like six foot high <laughs> it was a big one and um so uh what what they did was they uh they bought this dragon at a uh, nursery and um brought it home and then said oh dragon we love you we feed you will you look after us and oh. then bang um all sorts of stuff broke loose in their house items flying around uh the car taken off on its own <laughs> oh man. So this guy, he was scared to go there. So he rang me up and said, would I go there? So I went to the house. And um, sure enough, there's this dragon there. So I I delivered the dragon. I just got my hammer out and smashed his head off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, right in there. They, their eyes looked with shock as I smashed it. And um, so anyway, we... I threw it in the back of the ute and um, I was going to take it to the dump. And I tell you what, driving that thing to the dump, I could just feel pure evil in the back of my ute. (laughs) I I hardly wanted to touch it when I was getting it out of the ute at the tip. Whoa. Anyway, whoa. Now, Peter. So these.
0: Yes, go on. um, There's a little bit more detail, remember, on the story. Was it one of the two girls that had this dragon? wasn't she being picked up and thrown up in the corner like levitating
1: yeah yeah she she I went in the house after doing that and um we're talking she showed me through the house and she said look here and the the ceiling above the bed her bed had all marks all over it where she'd been levitated out of the bed and pushed against the ceiling
0: whoa
1: (laughs) oh man so uh we're sitting down having a cup of coffee and um next thing she starts strangling herself and um, her eyes are bulging and she's got both hands on her neck (laughs) so uh, I start telling the spirit to come out and she ends up being thrown out of the chair and um, vomiting blood in a bucket Um, and her friend's going what is this and I might have to say this is deliverance you know she's obviously got the demon from the dragon I think and um it's coming out so with that um with that uh, they were in shock and they were two christian ladies but not you know just ordinary you know mainline christians and they'd never been water baptized so i'm speaking to them about being baptized and um i couldn't do it i i had to do something else but they went running down to the beach to to water baptize each other <laughs> So they're the things that you can happen to us, you know, as we know, many of us have testimonies and stories of things that happen. But here we have direct confrontation with uh, with evil, you know, as we just walk around in our normal lifetime, life. And um, should we be prepared, should, you know, study to show ourselves approve and be prepared and it's because I'd been doing some deliverance, you know, we got into it, doing deliverance, that I was prepared to handle these situations where I may not have been, you
0: know. Brother, that's amazing. Uh, folks, mm. you don't want these objects in your house. They bring a curse. They bring <clears throat> demons in with them. They'll break the hedge. Yep. When you break the hedge, viper's going to bite. They'll attack everybody in the house if they give it, give it an opportunity. We've had to deal with a um a few things over here that were were exposed and um this stuff is real. In fact Yep, uh,
1: and you give your authority to it, it'll it'll uh, come through that door. It's the door of authority.
0: Ooh, approval. that's very important. Door of authority, mm. what's that mean?
1: That that means come in. <laughs> you know, like Hello, I, I want you. I give my approval so that's when we that's why the worship's required you know that the devil wants worship doesn't he because that's his approval to come and it's the same with god when you when you when you worship the lord god almighty that's it that's the way you're saying that you want him you're you're giving your approval to him
0: Hmm. folks is this good testimony or what this stuff's real um,
1: it's real, man.
0: <laughs> we're live with Peter Whiffin if you're just joining us. In fact, I want to do one more thing. I think I just came open. I want to show you something, then I'm going to turn the mic over to Peter. How are we doing for time, Peter? You got time?
1: All right. Yeah, I got okay. time.
0: I'm here. Excellent. No worries. Excellent. Um Well, I thought I was going to show this to you. Let me just see if I, I've got it here. Well, you know what? I'll get it later, but we were at a house. We were asked to go and pray. Uh last weekend we we fed some people and then we had an opportunity to pray for people. We did a lot of praying in the evening after it got dark we went to some houses and there would be like one person would turn into the you know several people in the family would get prayer before it was over with and we went in and it was a sad situation this one household one young man was being attacked, attacked uh with an epileptic spirit um a father had cheated on his mother and moved another lady in both ladies were there uh, we had to pray for him, and uh some other strange things going on and I was just sitting or uh, standing around and looked at they had this little garden inside their uh their house out there in the yard and um at first glance, you wouldn't think much about it until you look and see the big object, and you realize something was out of place here. it was a wicked frog, Peter. A oh, big cool. frog with Not a wicked cool, face.
1: Yeah. It wasn't yeah, a happy man. frog.
0: And I just felt in my spirit, there's a demon attached to that. I told my friend, he said, yeah, I know. I warned the guy last year to get rid of it. He won't get rid of it. Oh. And I bre- believe this frog was cursed. you mm. bringing a curse on the household. Of course, some sins of the father that he had been involved in, like, fornication adultery weren't helping at all but a wicked frog and I told the man I said you must destroy that get it out of here there's something wrong with that frog of course you know you get frogs that come out of the um, the false prophet and the beast mouth in Revelation they were yeah. sent on Egypt as a curse mm-hmm. and we even dealt with a man in the early days of this show who manifested with a frog spirit it was called the lust frog from hell nastiest mouth demon I've ever heard every profane (laughs) word you can think of it said it was nasty it's a frog Mm. spirit and uh, Mm. I'll get a picture of this frog I got him, I I caught a picture of him I'm going to stick it up there, it's not a great picture but you'll be able to see this ugly wicked frog now folks, we're (laughs) live with Peter Whiffen. Peter, I'm going to step back welcome aboard, why don't you say a prayer over the show and the mic is yours
1: All right. thank you very much, it's always nice to be here and uh, we appreciate you all Dear Father God, we love you and praise you. We ask that whatever you want said today, be said and reach the people that you want to be reached. That we help the saints, encourage the saints, encourage each other and that your kingdom come and that we receive our inheritance of what you've promised us and paid for in the blood and body of Jesus, precious son who came in the flesh. Let us receive the goodness, dear Father God, that you promised all things pertaining to life. Let the devil be bound. Let all evil be cast out. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Amen. The mic sure is my amen. brother. You get all the time you want.
1: All right. Praise the Lord. Then. Well, let's uh, let's exploits and um, uh, we can look up in uh, Joshua chapter twenty-three. Um, Uh, starting verse 8, But cleave unto the Lord your God, as ye have done unto this day. For the Lord has driven out from before you great nations and strong. But as for you, no man has been able to stand before you unto this day. One man of you shall chase a thousand. For the Lord your God, he is that fights for you, and he has promised you, Take good heed, therefore, to yourselves, that you love the Lord your God. So we're talking about love, and it's connected here to being, um, it's connected uh, to to being uh, safe, being defended, being strong, having God fight for you. There's another scripture somewhere that says that the Lord delivers those that love him. Wow. So, do we really love him? And um, we're talking there about authority or choice. And um, you know, why would we love the Lord God, the Creator? Why could it be that He loved us first? Could it be that He He gave us all things? He made us. We can have a look into here. um, Have a look up into here that in the beginning, in Genesis, God has given us all things. Yeah. Let me have a look here. All things. So why would he give us all things? You know the um, meaning of the garden, Eden. Eden means pleasure. So he makes man and sticks him in the garden of pleasure. That's love. God's, the creator's wish for mankind is for him to be living well, living in pleasure. Not full of fleshly pleasure, but the beautiful pleasure. God says in Jennifer's, Genesis nine three, every moving thing that lives shall be meat for you, even as the green herb. I have I given you all things. Yes, Adam was given all things, and God says somewhere that he he doesn't change. He's given us all things. Abraham. In uh, Genesis 24, 1, And Abraham was old and well-stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. Yes, all things. You know, the little word all, (laughs) little word all means, uh, means all. And, um, uh, we find that all things are being given to us. Now, the difference is is that the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy that we know about. We know too well about that. Like Shannon's saying, you can even lose your mind. Mm. But God Almighty is restoring all things. So our inheritance is all things. Let me find a scripture here. First Corinthians or Colossians three twenty two. Let's have a look here. First Colossians. It's important to know this as a foundation um, because First Corinthians three. First Corinthians three three twenty. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Let therefore no man glory in men. Why? Because all things are yours. For all things, all things are yours. So what I'm saying this for is is to encourage the saints that... Our brothers and sisters here you can't lose we know the scriptures here about these things we cannot lose everything's been given to us and I believe it's because of the power of the cross when the world or the universe was bankrupted because of Jesus' blood being have to be paid back the, the cost of Almighty God, to give us all things is the cost of his son's bloodline, or himself as the son's bloodline. What is the bloodline of Almighty God worth? What would his children live for if they lived forever? How much would they earn? How many of them would there be? Now, according to righteous judgment, that has to be paid back. But it can't be paid back because it's so much, can't be calculated, priceless is the word. So all things are yours in First uh, Corinthians 3.21. It goes on in 3.22. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the word, world or life or death, things present, or things to come now things present is today of course and things to come is heaven heaven's paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ I believe that it goes on all are yours all are yours and ye are Christ's and Christ is God's I skipped over this wait a minute, all things are ours and we belong to Jesus Christ and Christ belongs to God. So God owns all things because we own all things and he owns us. How about that? How about that? See, there's a teaching by the devil that says there's us and then there's God Mm -hmm. but we've been bought with a price we're not our own we are a body, the body of Jesus Christ we're his body and he's the head you can't separate the head from the body in the natural, the being will die so let's swallow this again. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all are yours. And ye are Christ and Christ is God's. That's the order of things. God, the Father, Jesus, the Son and you. You own all things. Therefore, you're owned by Jesus Therefore, he owns all things because you own all things or through you owning all things. Where where would we find that in Scripture again? Hmm? Could it be our inheritance? Hmm? What does it say about the inheritance? Let's have a look here. Praise the Lord. Because... It's good to get it all lined up. Now, time and time again during deliverance, I've asked the demons, who owns this body, demon? And with a believer, they always say, Jesus. Never had one fail for a believer. I've had them say, we do, but that's for someone that's not saved. So, if if God Almighty owns us, isn't the owner the caretaker? And this is why it says there, no man can boast. Take heed to the commandment and... The law which Moses the servant of God charged you to love the Lord your God and walk in his ways and keep his commandments. To cleave unto him and to serve him with all your heart and all your soul. This is Joshua 22.5. Take good heed therefore unto yourselves that you love the Lord your God. So let all thine enemies perish, O Lord, but let them that love him be as the sun when he goes forth in his might, and the land had rest forty years. There was rest, and that rest came out of love. Hmm. That rest came out of love. Think about it. See, to have love. You need to have two, don't you? Minimum. A bit hard to, for love to exist on your own. Yeah. Therefore, we need the Lord involved in our love. Our love towards Him, His love towards us. Then we've got the power. Hmm. 1 Corinthians three nineteen. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it's written, He taketh the wise in their craftiness, their own craftiness. You know, at this time in the world, what do we find? The scripture coming into play. There will be love. Love will wax hard or cold. The love of many will wax cold try not to let that happen um, love I believe is a decision and um, and we will we will find that with the with the ones that the love has waxed cold will justify their actions mm. they'll use any sort of reasoning that will fit their worldview not to love their neighbor Oh Black Lives Matter, so I will burn down a business? (laughs) Come on. Is that? That's not Black Lives Matter, is it? That's, I want to go and loot that store. I want to rob it. I, I want to cause stealing, killing and destroying. You know, there's a story about uh, the Apostle John. He went on Patmos and he came back and, and he used to hold meetings. And uh, they'd, they'd uh, queue up or line up for, for hours to wait for him to come, sometimes days. And uh, he'd get there apparently and he'd stand up and he'd say, love one another and sit down. That that was the end of his sermon, at the end of his life, after everything he'd been through, man. Love one another. You know, there's a lot of talk about walking in the Spirit. Could it be that when we walk in love, when we're kind, all the things that love says? Could it be that that is walking in the Spirit? And that when we are kind to one another, we're actually being kind to the Creator who made them. You know, if um, if we really realize that the Lord Jesus can feel our feelings, He can feel everything. He, he lives by feeling our feelings, he knows our thoughts before we even pray. So if God Almighty knows our thoughts before we even pray, he's going to know the feelings of someone you were upset. Hmm. How's that going to go over? We have an inheritance that's incorruptible. 1 Peter 1, four to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled. You know, incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. It's paid for by the precious blood and body of Jesus. This is why the communion is important. Because just like those people made a decision to take the dragon... To their house. We can make a decision to have the Lord in our house. He lives inside us with the Spirit, she says that the Son and the Father will come and dine and sup with us. It's an invitation only. Now, this inheritance is incorruptible and undefiled, and that fades not away. That means that there is inheritance that are that are corruptible, that are defiled, and that fade away. But we have one that that doesn't. Why do we have this inheritance? It's a birthright. You must be born again. Have you asked God to be born again? Have you prayed and said, Dear Father God, I wish to be born again? I wish to be in a place that receives the inheritance of the saints. I receive my inheritance. This is an inheritance made to us through the promise of Abraham. Do you know that Abraham got shown the gospel? It says now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. Galatians three sixteen. He said not and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed which is Christ. If we think about it, the promises were made to Jesus and he was crucified. The devil thought he'd killed the promises. How can the promises live when the promised one has been crucified? Hmm. Hebrews 6.13 says, For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. Yes, this promise given to Abraham that Jesus would be the seed which carried their promise and the father of many nations could not die the promise could not die but it was crucified as good as dead for those that were in the know at the time it wasn't, wasn't just only Jesus dying it was the promise of Abraham dying that God's promise would be killed but you know out of righteousness which i believe righteousness is more than just right standing righteousness i believe is the right thing what's right and because jesus was innocent and the way that god almighty did it and through righteousness the promise lives so jesus was resurrected from the dead What does that really mean for us, resurrected from the dead? You know, they say black lives matter, but there's only one life that mattered, which is the second Adam. All of us came from the first Adam. first Adam was cursed to death, as we know. The second Adam... Was born, begotten, a different Adam, the last one, the only one, killed on the cross but cannot die because of the promise of Abraham that God swore to himself. Now, that promise, you'll be a father of many nations, Jesus had no children. How can a promise be a father of many nations? Had the devil of known It says, had those they have known, they would never have crucified the Lord of glory. Because through the crucifixion, we can be born again. To be one of the seeds, one of the nations, one of the peoples of the inheritance. And because because Jesus was raised from the dead, that's our guarantee that we will be raised from the dead. Because we are born again and we have received the Spirit by faith, not by works, by pure love, by faith. Love is very much connected to faith and grace, I believe. None of them can be earned. When you earn them, it turns into wages. But by believing, it says, Abraham believed God. He believed God and it was put on his account as righteousness. So this is how we receive the promise, by believing. Don't belittle believing. Believing is very important. It's the switch that God has chosen out of his Wisdom. Hmm. It says that God Almighty came down and took on the seed of Abraham, not trusting it with anyone except Himself. The promise which God swore by Himself, He came and took it on Himself. (laughs) And He guards it Himself. It's His righteousness. It's not trusted with any men. It's his righteousness. But it's made available for us to have that righteousness by belief. Yes. So the original Levitical priesthood showed us a type and shadow of the real priesthood the real priesthood of Melchizedek yes having no mother and father who would that be having no mother and father no beginning or end of life who would that be hmm. yes who would it be So Abraham, our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son on the altar. That was a type and shadow because Melchizedek came and did communion with Abraham. They had the bread and the wine. I believe he was told the gospel. Yes, he was shown the gospel. And because of that, he understood that even his son Isaac could be raised from the dead hmm. so we have here the scripture was fulfilled which said Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God why because he believed him do we really believe it's a good question Can we really believe? Hmm. We see here that we will see our faith by our works. We will not receive our faith by our works, but we will see our faith by our life. Hmm. You want to see your faith? Look at your life look at how you're working every day what you're doing every day have you really received the love of the truth or just religion faith will be shown by your works Abraham put his son Isaac on the altar and showed by his action of doing that that he really believed God mm. let's come back to love and inheritance. When someone dies, they leave a will. It's called the new will or new testament means new will. And for this cause, he is the mediator of a new will or testament that by means of death for the redemption of the transgression that were under the first testament – might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Now, that comes because the God Almighty loves us. He's given us all things, always given us all things. Hmm. Love uh, must be sincere, unless it's not love. You know, has anyone ever had a friend, they thought they were a friend and they didn't really be a friend? Hmm. Mm. see Psalm 40 verse 16 says let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee let such as love such as those that love their salvation say continually the Lord be magnified this is something that is the fruit of those that love being saved, who've realized they've been saved, that their salvation has come, that the Lord be magnified. It's not our, us to be magnified. It's it's the Lord to be magnified. Psalm 69 verse 36. The seed also of his servants shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell in Therein, There's those, as we know, that are offended at the name of Jesus, but we are not as saints. We love his name. Psalm 91 verse 14 is a good one for deliverance. And this is one where we can see if the person we're ministering to really loves God. And, and if they don't, um, we can lead them to love God as a step to help them get their deliverance. It says here, Psalm ninety one fourteen, Because he has set his love upon me, that's chosen, that's where you choose to love God, therefore will I deliver him. Hmm. I will set him on high because he has known my name. What is knowing the name? Jesus' name means God is a Saviour. Knowing the rescue from the corruption. Knowing the power of the ages to come. Knowing the love of God. Knowing the name of Jesus. His name is truth. Yeah? And all the names of Jesus. But knowing about is different than knowing you can know about coffee but until you drink it you don't really know it here's a a fruit for those that love the Lord now we've seen all these riots all right all doing the fruit of stealing running out of shops a lot of them would be going to church I'd imagine. But Psalm ninety seven verse ten says, Ye that love the Lord hate evil. So the real Christians wouldn't be going on those riots. They they wouldn't be going to steal from businesses in protest. No. The real believers wouldn't do that. They hate evil and would never think of doing that. goes on. He preserves the souls of his saints. He delivers them out of the hand of the wicked. Psalm 109 verse 5 says, And they have rewarded me evil for good. And hatred for my love. One of the worst things that anyone can do is give back evil for good. It happens, it happens to me here in the, in the op shop. Time after time, we help someone and then they're stealing out the back. People don't realize they're hurting themselves doing that. So we find here that um, the Paul found a better way. And we've all heard those scriptures um, said at weddings. But, you know, they, they they go over the head. Most of the people hear them read out at weddings. You know, when we plant a, a pot plant, We we put it in the good soil in the in the pot, potting mix. Says here, be rooted and grounded in love. See? The roots of Christianity are planted in love. Ephesians three seventeen. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye be rooted and grounded in love. Ephesians three nineteen goes on, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with the fullness of God. Ephesians 4.2 With all lowliness and meekness and longsuffering, forbearing one another in love. Ephesians 4.15 Speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. So, if we judge ourselves, we won't be judged. Ephesians 5.2 And walk in love as Christ has loved us and has given himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savour. Here we have all these things. So to walk in the Spirit is to walk in love. Without that, you're not in the spirit, I don't believe. You can be in the spiritual, in the spirit realm, prophesying and visionary and whatever. But unless there's love involved, which is proven by our acts, we're not in the spirit. Colossians eight. We also declared unto us your love in the Spirit. Mm. The richness of our faith is rooted in love, I truly believe it. And if we would set our hearts towards it, we'll, we'll see the kingdom at work in deliverance and healing, blessings, undoing the works of the devil. Um, I believe that. So there's our goal for today, that Paul found a better way. And we can find that better way too. Hebrews 13.1, let brotherly love continue. Hebrews 10.24, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. All right, looks like we're out of time again.
0: Great word today. Paul found a better way.
1: Paul found a better way.
0: Brother Peter, no, I would like you to yes. give out your contact information. How do people reach you in your ministry?
1: Okay, my name is uh, Peter Wiffen, W H I, double F for Fred, I N. And it's Facebook and also at hotmail.com. And His Kingdom's Table is my website, HisKingdom'sTable.com.
0: Fantastic! HisKingdomstable.com, dot com, folks.
1: Check that out.
0: You can uh, contact Brother Peter there and on Facebook, Brother Peter. Thank you for coming on tonight. Next week, same time. Will that work for you?
1: Yeah, yeah. This is um, this is a good time, and um, I've got my shop operating. But the volunteers are great. They've been supporting me doing this, so that's good. So yeah. St. time's great we'll
0: see you then brother God bless you thank right. you for coming on Peter
1: Amen praise the Lord for everyone
0: Amen folks that was Peter Whiffen y'all enjoy that we're going to have him again on next week I want to thank you all for tuning in today that's going to complete our marathon i got to remind myself we'll be back at 6 a.m. Eastern for the general we'll have Ivory Hopkins on and a special guest 6 a.m. Till then folks, thank you for tuning in today. We'll get these shows posted for you. You can contact me at my website omegamanradio.com Love you all. Thank you for making these programs possible. We'll see you again later. Thank you.